Aloha and welcome to Connection to the Cosmos with your host, me, Dr. Lisa Thompson, where I have out of this world conversations with extraordinary people. Today, I have best-selling author Sarah Bressman Cosme on, and I'll bring her on in just a sec, but just a couple of announcements first. Um, if you have not had a chance to sign up for my free 20-minute meditative journey to meet your galactic family and guides, make sure that you go to my website, mysticmanta.com or drlisajthompson.com and sign up for that meditative journey. Also, I am having my galactic retreat September um, 14th to the 17th here on the Big Island. So make sure if you're interested in that, I have very limited spots. So I would love to have you here and that it is a co-ed event. And then if you are visiting Hawaii any other time on the Big Island, come out on one of my Big Island UFO tours and see the night sky in a whole new way. Okay, so without further ado, I'm bringing Sarah on. Hi, Sarah. Hi, thank so, you for having me. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you here. And let me um, just share that with the audience a little bit about you. So Sarah Bressman Cosme is the best-selling author of A Hypnotist's Journey to Atlantis and the author of A Hypnotist's Journey to the Secrets of the Sphinx. And she is a master hypnotist, a level three practitioner of Dolores Cannon's QHHT and a student of Dr. Brian Weiss with a passion to reveal hidden or undiscovered knowledge vital to the enlightenment of humanity. Sarah continues to speak about her work worldwide. Her work is now featured internationally on programs such as Fade to Black with Jimmy Church, Coast to Coast AM, Gaia TV, as well as countless other podcasts and shows. So welcome, Sarah. And just real quick um, to let the audience know, I have read your book. So I have The Hypnotist's Journey to Atlantis. And then I have your other one, too, somewhere. But And then you have the new one, From the Trail to the Star People, that came out. So anyway, I, I love what yes. you do. I'm a big fan. So so excited yeah. to have you on and to um, jump in. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so I would love for you to share with the audience kind of your your backstory, how you got into this work, um, because, you know, it's a little bit different than, you know, your mainstream America. And so I'm curious how you grew up in terms of what kind of household, spiritual, religious, something else, and then take us through the progression of how you got into the work. Sure. Um, you know, I did not grow up with any religious background or spirituality whatsoever at all. Um, basically, I had a lot of problems growing up. That was my entryway into all this work, basically. I just had so many problems. I was overweight. I had phobias and fears. I had OCD where I just couldn't shut my mind off and I would open and close drawers and things like that. And it was just really bad. So my parents put me in therapy. And none of my problems really seemed to get any better, but it was nice to talk to somebody about it. And I was in therapy for many years and I decided that I wanted to help people also. So when it was time to go to college, I decided that I was going to become a therapist, but I wanted to be the best. So I decided I was going to become a psychologist and just learn everything that I could about psychology so that I could help people. When I got to college, something life-changing happened to me, though. Um, I'd only been at college for a couple months, and I went back home to visit my family uh, over Thanksgiving break. And when I walked through the door, there was a mirror, and I glanced at myself in the mirror, and I was just shocked. I hadn't really realized it, but while I was away for only a couple months, I had lost a ton of weight. And I had literally changed so much, I had forgotten to have all my problems. And I couldn't really figure out what I had done because I had spent over 10 years in therapy once a week <laughs> trying to fix myself. And I had tried many other things trying to fix myself. And here I was instantly healed. What, it, what did I do was my first thought. And then it dawned on me that by changing my environment, I changed my patterns and that changed my thought patterns. And then I instantly saw, it was like this aha moment. I instantly saw how everything was a set of thought patterns and that I could literally do anything if I changed my thoughts. But who was I going to talk to about this? It was so mind blowing and it just seemed so out there, but it was one of those things that I felt so greatly. In fact, I've never had OCD since. 
um, people can't believe it that when I tell them, yeah, I, I had that really bad. It was really, really bad. I was, you know, overweight and I was would think about the same things over and over again. Um, I don't suffer from that anymore. It was really interesting to understand how we create our life based on our thought patterns. Right. So I didn't have anybody to tell this to. And I graduated college. And before going to graduate school, I had this internship where my job was basically to um, give people their medications and to counsel them. And I was so excited because I was going to help everyone. You know, I just didn't want to see people suffer. And I was really excited that I finally getting into the field and I had learned so much about these different medications. And to me, um, I was really excited by them. I thought these things really help people. And when I got into the field and worked for less than a week, I felt to myself, this is my own experience, mm -hmm. that what I learned was not only a lie, because I didn't see any success stories at all. I didn't see one example of a, a success story. Um, but I felt that there must be something better. Is this all like, is this, is this the leading edge of thought? Is this worth continuing my education for? I mean, I don't really see how this is leading in a good direction. I want to be the best at helping people, not the best at making them suffer more because if I started my shift, say at 7 a.m. and I gave my these people medication, most of the time they'd be drooling on the couch and you know within 45 minutes. And these were people that were speaking to angels and aliens, and um, other than that, didn't did not seem to have any other issues. Some of these people were like that. Yeah. Granted, there were people with some issues that were more extreme, but those people were definitely there. There were a few of them and mm -hmm. they just were communicating with aliens. But this was so crazy that they needed to be on these heavy duty medications. And even then the communication didn't stop. Okay. Um, so I just didn't go to graduate school. I just thought, no, this just isn't for me. So instead, eventually I found hypnosis and um, I was just working with clients for lose weight, quit smoking. But in order to become a past, in order to become a master hypnotist in 2009, when I became a master hypnotist, mm -hmm. at the time I had to take lose weight, quit smoking and past life regression. That was just part of the curriculum in order to become a master hypnotist. Mm -hmm. And I noticed right away that uh, past life regression seemed to work. I mean, the quit smoking and lose weight were great, but it was sort of like putting a bandaid on cancer, so yeah. to speak, because no one seemed to be permanently healed because it wasn't really getting to the root cause of anything. But people could come in for just one past life regression session and they would be healed. And I thought, wow, I really wanted to do something that works. So maybe there's something to this. But at the time, I wasn't spiritual whatsoever. I didn't really have a background in spirituality, didn't even really know these things were out there. And I started looking around and I found Dr. Brian Weiss. So at the time, he was pretty popular. And I had the opportunity to study with him. So he was my first teacher. And I did his method for many years and I loved it. I just, it really opened my mind to more spiritual concepts. And I started to understand that we choose our family, we choose our challenges, we come in with different agendas that we, you know, want to do. There's a reason why we're here. It's not just, oh, you're here and that's it. Um, but after a couple years of this, I felt like there was something missing. There was just something missing in my life and I couldn't put a finger on it. So I talked to a psychic and she was so funny. We've become friends since now. Everything comes for full circle. It's really interesting. But at the time she said, oh, this is the easiest reading I've ever given anyone because usually, you know, you can't really give a psychic well, she said, usually you can't really give a definite like reading because everybody has so many different future potentials. Mm -hmm. And I believe I probably had other future potentials, but my, this one was just super clear to her. Yeah. And she said, I know why you're, you feel like you're missing something. It's because you're supposed to do this method, Dolores Cannon's method. And, and she said, it's just so obvious to me, you're going to get really good at this method and then you'll be teaching it. And 
I even see you writing books and then you'll be speaking about this all over the world. And my initial instinct was, oh boy, this kick <laughs> is just terrible. <laughs> she must have me confused, you know, with somebody else because I would never speak in front of people or teach anything. I don't know what she's talking about, but you know, hey, it's I'll just be polite and I'll sit through it. And because I thought it was just a mistake, I never looked into Dolores Cannon because I honestly thought she had me confused maybe for a different person. Um, and then eventually, like maybe six months later, I just looked into who is this Dolores Cannon person because I started to remember that psychic reading and started to think about it because I still felt like something was missing. And it was so interesting because when I finally figured out what Dolores Cannon was teaching, everything clicked with me. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is really what I've been looking for. So just like the psychic said, I worked from the ground up really quickly. I was able to grasp these concepts like I had already known this information somehow and i became a level three practitioner and i started teaching it all over the world and then i wrote books and now i'm speaking about the information all over the world and it's so funny so now we've become friends because she asked to do an interview with me and i said you have no idea i talk about you all the time (laughs) and and it's really great her name is emma mcintosh she's based out of france and she's extremely good but there's a wait list. So I'm sure I'm, I know there's a wait list to, to speak to her, but, um, but that's basically how I got into this stuff. Wow. That is quite a story. So I'm curious. So when you went away to college, um, were you familiar? I hear you very well. It might be my computer. Could you say that again? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So when you were in college and you had that major transformation, right? Because you're in a new environment. Do you need to take your headphones off? (laughs) Can you hear me? I can hear you. It's like muted. Huh. Okay. Well, that might, it might be your, your headphones with your computer. Yeah. Okay. So um, were you familiar with Dr. Bruce Lipton's work on the biology at that time? I didn't know about anybody really, other than Dr. Brian Weiss. He was, I hadn't read anything. He really was the only one, the first person that opened my eyes. Okay. Okay. So um, in terms of um, the work that you were doing that you learned with Dr. Brian Weiss versus QHHT, because they're both regression therapy, right? Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. I've had a QHHT session, so and I've read most of Dolores's books. I've read your books. I'm kind of curious what the difference between those therapies is. Like, why why is Dolores's method so much um, better in in your experience? Well, I mean, I'm not saying that they're better. They're just very different. Dr. Brian Weiss's method and many other past life regression techniques are great because you basically regress somebody and you get the history of that lifetime and you can find out how it relates to their current lifetime. And that's so healing and fantastic. And a lot of times people have symptoms in their current lifetime. And once they can even get a glimpse of these, uh, of the root cause of it, it can instantly be released. And so it can be extremely healing instantly. Um, But Dolores Cannon's method is different. In fact, the whole goal and aim of the session is to bring the client to the deepest level of trance. Yes, you regress them, but you access their subconscious. And in that way, and basically you're accessing universal consciousness. In that way, you can find out anything and you can find out who they really are and they can even heal themselves. So I like getting to the root cause of things. And I just, I've just found that this is the easiest and most effective method that I use. Okay. So in terms of your, so I've read your books and I want to get into those a little bit, but in terms of you and your lives and experiences, what has been the most fascinating thing that you have discovered about yourself? Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm, like a different person than the person, you know, back when I was a teenager, it, 
I think what I've really come to understand is there really isn't anything to worry about because we're so taken care of. I mean, one thing that's hard for me as a person is a lot of times I want something to go a certain way. But if you even look at your life and you look back on your life, you can see how everything that didn't work out didn't work out for a reason. And to just let go, let the universe work its magic because the universe knows exactly what you need more than your conscious mind does. And there really isn't anything to actually worry about or try to control, you know, to just let go and let things unfold that we're moving in a very great direction is something that I didn't really understand before. Because when you look around, you see a lot of violence, you see a lot of terrible things. But really, there's a purpose for this. And what's really fascinating is that on this planet, we live on a planet of duality. So there's negative and positive, and they all feed in together. They're actually one. The negativity is just another shade of, you know, of positivity. But you need the negativity in order to grow. That's why we're here. And it's interesting because when you leave your body and you go back to the in-between, you know everything already you know everything again and um you just forget everything so that you can have this experience it's like being in the in a physical um video game you want to remember it in this way because when you remember things in this way it has so much more power it changes your life and it changes you on a soul level and we do this constantly because we really love to remember things again we love this experience because it's so amazing to be in a physical body and to be able to eat food and hug hug your loved ones because when you leave you know everything again you're god again and yeah. you want this experience of like separation you even enjoy this the pain that you go through, you find it so valuable when you get to the other side. And I think all these experiences just have really changed me. I mean, I definitely have a lot more faith than I did when I first started. And I, I find that it's kind of exciting. I think the whole journey of life is, is one of excitement because a lot of times, even when I have to spend time with somebody that I consider more of like the negative side of this, you know, polarity. I try to look at it from what, what am I learning from this? You know, what am I, what did I want to overcome from, you know, having to spend a lot of time with somebody that's teaching me a lot about myself. I mean, I'm definitely not perfect. I mess up all the time, but um, it's pretty exciting to be on this journey. And I have so much fun. I never know what the higher consciousness is going to share with me next, what kind of ancient truths or what kind of, you know, life changing things are they going to bring through my clients? So it's like this really fun roller coaster and excitement, really. Yeah, I completely agree because I, I do similar work and I the clients that I've had and the stories that come through, it's just it's mind expanding and it's, it I mean, it's just, um, there's so much more than this one earth life. And, and so part of my mission really is to help people understand that. And to, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. And so for you, the, with the work that you've done and the books that you've written, so when did like, was it right away when you started having clients for QHHT that, these stories about Atlantis or the Sphinx or, you know, the Trail of Tears, all of these different things that you write about, um, did that come up right away or was it a process? Well, you know, I and this is what I was thinking about. I bet this happens to every practitioner. They just don't realize that their sessions are creating a book because I never really realized that beforehand. All this stuff really became obvious to me when I asked one of my friends who I had been friends with for over 10 years, my friend Jen, if she would be my volunteer because I I was taking this class. I wanted to become you know, a level three, which is the master level in this method. And I needed somebody to regress on the spot. And because all of a sudden, their classes were all over the world and they were in places like Hawaii, like where you are. But I live in Florida and I was just praying, you know, can you guys just have it in Florida? And then a couple of weeks later, one posted and it was coming up. 
And I thought, oh my gosh, I need somebody really quickly to, you know, to be a volunteer because I didn't know how a paying client would feel if all these people in the class be watching this video submission. So I just asked my friend Jen because I spent so much time with her. Our kids would play on the playground after school and she was a teacher at the kids' school. But she was one of my friends that you just normally wouldn't bring up anything spiritual with. So when I asked her, I thought, why did I? why did I ask her? But she was just there, you know? So, and I had this thought to ask her and, but I sort of instantly regretted it because she wasn't into any of the spiritual stuff. And I would try to bring up things with her, like different things that I was learning in my sessions because it was so exciting. But I don't know if you have these people in your life where that just, they really would rather not know. And so you just learn not to tell them. (laughs) You just don't tell them. So my my husband's one of them. He does not We all have them. It's fine. That's funny. But I asked her, hey, would you be my subject? You know, would you mind? I'm taking this class. So you would just volunteer and I'll regress you. And um, that it's amazing, really. I was describing QHHT and I said, you know, you'll be able to find out past life or life lives and and you can find out who you really are, your true purpose in this life. And you can even heal your body if you have any physical issues. And she just stared at me and she said, I didn't really realize what you did. And I thought to myself, I've been trying to tell you for like 10 years, you know, but that's fine. (laughs) And she said, because I've been looking for something like this because I just got diagnosed and I haven't told anyone from the school. In fact, the only person that really knows this right now is my husband. And she said um, she was diagnosed with this brain condition called pseudotumor cerebri. And basically there was a huge risk for a stroke and she was worth working really closely with this team of specialists, but hers was severe. And she was working with these specialists out of the university of Miami. And she had lost a little, a lot of vision in one eye and she was suffering greatly from severe headaches. And this is a person who was only 32. Jen was only 32 and she had three young children. So she said, yes, definitely. She was desperate and she was becoming very depressed because her team of specialists said, even with this heavy duty medication, you know, we really don't know there's no cure. So she was willing participant. And so we go to do the session, but before we did the session, I just wanted to go over what it was that her belief systems were just in case. So she said, well, number one, she definitely did not believe in aliens. So we knew that right off the bat. It was fine. Okay. <laughs> and um, she wasn't really sure she believed in past life regression, but she was going to, for the sake of the um, you know, session, have an open mind. The only thing she was really into a little bit was she was open to law of attraction because she thought maybe her thoughts did um, create her reality possibly. That was it. (laughs) That was where she was. (laughs) So we start this session and I'm regressing her. I bring her to the deepest level of trance. And then all of a sudden she's remembering in full detail, this ancient civilization. And she's remembering, you know, um, everything about this ancient civilization. It was uh, women led because women were the most important leaders at the time. And these, in a lot of these ancient civilizations, the women were the natural leaders because they would pass subconsciously important knowledge from mother to daughter. And this wasn't knowledge that they ever had to teach. It was just instantly passed um, through by through blood, basically from that chromosome. And so they knew they would basically understand plants and then and the and the nature around them. They would understand which plants to eat, which would cause certain things, and which ones would kill you, which ones were hallucinogenic, and it was very important information. They were also fair and compassionate leaders, so they were the leaders in this ancient civ- uh, civilization. And also, Jen remembered how compassionate this culture was. It was in the South Pacific when she um, looked back down at her life, she could see where this civilization was. It was in the South Pacific and it was just so beautiful, just so full of compassion, beautiful flowers. Um, it's just so, so beautiful. And um, actually I believe she lives on the big island and she also wrote her own book called Child of the Universe. So in okay. case you want to try to have her on, I'm sure yeah. she'd love to tell her story okay. from her perspective as well. Um, so 
she's recalling in all this detail this lifetime. And then um, she realizes that that there were these visitors in this ancient civilization that wanted something. And when they couldn't get their way, they took her as a prisoner and destroyed that whole civilization. And then she spent 60 years as a prisoner in this really advanced um, uh, community, this really advanced civilization. And we came to understand that that was called Atlantis and that that beautiful society was Lemuria. And so after she left that lifetime, I asked the higher consciousness, because as part of these sessions, you connect with their the person's higher consciousness. And then that's when you ask questions. So I asked her higher consciousness, why of all lifetimes did you show her that lifetime? And they said the reason was because before we incarnated into this life, the two of us decided that we would come together, uncover this really important information the world was hungry for. We would uncover it all and we would share it with the world. And that was what we really needed to do. And this is before I wrote any books. And so I thought, well, that's, you know, that's a nice story because, you know, in these sessions, you hear so many profound things. And so I really didn't think anything of it. But then I asked her higher consciousness, why, what is the root cause of this brain condition that she has, this, the pseudotumor cerebri? And they said the root cause was just the catalyst to get her to see me because she needed a motivation to come see me, that she wouldn't have done this session without some motivation. And so, of course, I asked, well, okay, she did that. Can you release and heal it for her now? Because she came. We're, yeah. go, we're uncovering this information. And they said, yes, they can start to drain it now. So then instantly she started to feel draining. And she went back to her team of specialists. I think it was a couple of weeks later. And they were just shocked at the healing. They couldn't even believe it. So because of this, we decided maybe there's something to this. So we decided to start from the beginning and uncover this information. Mm-hmm. And so in a QHHT session with Dolores, you know, what Dolores Cannon does, you never lead the client. So I never led her. I just asked her higher consciousness to take us back to the beginning of the story. Now, the both of us, I'm sure the both of us, well, for me, I thought she was going to recount that lifetime from the beginning. I just assumed that she was going to recover remember her childhood and talk all about her childhood. And then we would find out more about Atlantis and then how everything was destroyed. But that wasn't the case at all. Um, When I asked the higher consciousness to take us to the beginning of story that was so important for humanity to understand, they took us to, she remembered um, a time when she was an extraterrestrial somebody who doesn't believe in extraterrestrials, but she remembered in full detail being an extraterrestrial as a commander of this ship and crash landing on earth for the very first time, which was really interesting. And I kept thinking, oh my gosh, she's already thinks I'm weird. Like, what is she going to think after this one? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Um, So then she's, I'm really interested because we started to understand that you know, earth was an experiment and that there was seeding going on. Now, these are concepts that I had already heard, but I knew that she hadn't heard them, which was even more mind blowing. And here she's talking about the experiment on earth and what these different races of beings are doing here, um, incarnating into the population and the whole hybridization program, which I knew she knew nothing about. Yeah. Um, So we started uncovering all this amazing, mind-blowing information because it started to go deeper and stuff I hadn't even heard about before. And it went even deeper than that. And I could see, wow, this stuff is really important for people to understand. Mm -hmm. So as we were working, the strange phenomenon started happening in my office. So this is what I mean when I think, I bet other practitioners are experiencing this and maybe they don't really realize it, where all their sessions seem to fit into a book. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm just thinking that maybe it might be the case because this weird phenomenon started happening in my office where people who had never met and didn't know what I was working on at all would come in and remember the same time periods. A lot of times they would go back to another life when they, you know, it was like the end times of Atlantis or Lemuria, or they were an extraterrestrial crash landing on Earth for the very first time. And I thought, wow, this is such a weird coincidence. 
until finally it became so obvious that I knew it wasn't coincidence. And I finally listened to the higher consciousness and I started writing this all in a book. And they kept saying, share this information. And all you need to do is is share it, self-publish it. I self-published my books. How everyone found out about me was the higher consciousness. They said, do it this way because we're going to prove it to you that it's us. So I did. I self-published my books. And basically, people found out about me how I really can't say. So I don't know. So I published it. And right away, the first day, it was number one on Amazon. How did everyone find out about me? I don't know. It sold, like, I don't know how many copies, but a lot from India. Like, some, like, they were waiting for this information to come out. And, you know, it's just been a really interesting wild ride since I've been speaking about all the information that continues to come and it comes out at such a fast, a fast pace. You know, I would love to take credit for writing these books. I love it when people say that that they helped them so much and they healed, but I'm really not the writer of the (laughs) books. I'm just the facilitator. These books are completely written by the higher consciousness of, that comes through my clients and the higher consciousness has an agenda. And what they said is that these, this information is, is there for the people seeking it and they will just find out about it somehow. Yeah. And people have healed themselves just from reading the books, which is always mind blowing for me. But I think you could tell when you read the books that the information is so profound. It's not coming from me it's coming from like a higher source and i've come to understand that this higher source is us in a different level like putting different clues into different things and like they said they wanted me to write it they not just speak about it but writing is different because a lot of times people when they're not ready for certain um concepts they just bypass it if they hear it but with written word, they can take their time to digest certain information and they can go back and when they're ready and really fully digest it. So they wanted me to put these things in the book. And my latest book basically wrote itself in less than a year, which was really mind blowing, you know, because I really don't write them. So it's easy right. for me yeah. to just, and I'm already working on the fourth book, which is so mind expanding. I'm having trouble myself understanding the concept. So it's pretty exciting for me just to learn all this amazing information, really. Beautiful. So um, can you give us a sneak peek of some of the information coming through the new book? Um, A a lot of this information, well, I can't tell you totally what I'm working on because I don't want any of my future clients to know, but I can give you like some information. just a lot of information coming through um, different galactic beings and and stuff that has a lot to do with Egypt. More more stuff from Egypt seems to be coming through. So it's it's really fascinating, but I can't tell you exactly what I'm working on. <laughs> well, so um, I'm sure you've had your own QHHT sessions done on you, uh, yeah, during practicing. Uh, has there been anything that has surprised you about a life that has come up that you have lived? Well, I was surprised to know that I had a lifetime in Atlantis. I didn't really know this until somebody was practicing on me in one of the classes because um, before the quarantine, I was assisting and teaching um, the class with Dolores Cannon's daughter, Julia Cannon. And so they they always, you know, would practice on me in front of the class. So I was just part of the class. I don't know why me, but it's fine. And they still, we still do this at the reunions. <laughs> um, I mean, it's really healing for me, but, you know, it's yeah. also, whatever, <laughs> embarrassing sometimes when everybody knows everything about me. But I think I'm an open book, though. So it's whatever. It is what it is. But, um, I didn't know that I had a lifetime in Atlantis until someone was practicing on me. And when they regressed me, I went back to this time in Atlantis where I was a judge. And my job was basically to decide who would stay or who would go in Atlantis during this time period. And when I found out the truth of what was really happening, I felt so passionate about sharing it. And that's one of the reasons why I'm back, because I know that people were so confused during that time period and they really wanted answers. And I really wanted to 
tell people everything, but I was stopped from telling people. And eventually I died of a heart attack and I was never really able to get my message out. So according to the higher consciousness, I've basically told these stories so many times before and I've written about these stories so many times before. And it's one of the reasons why I'm so interested in doing this, why I, you know, so motivated to do this, because I really want to help people put these things together to understand these concepts and to understand this information. But the one thing that was so fascinating about my time in Atlantis, to be totally honest, were, was my sandals, because I was an older gentleman. And these sandals allowed me to basically like glide when I would walk around. They had rings like moats. And it would take me about like, I don't know, just to give a ballpark, like about three hours to walk around the inner ring. And I would walk there and, and just really enjoy my sandals, because they were created in the way they would work with the different parts of my body. And hopefully someone can invent these soon. <laughs> and I just felt like you, I was floating when I walked around in Atlantis. And also, um, it was really interesting to see the different parties that they held. These were such lavish, beautiful parties. And when I looked at the different um, temples and different things, they looked exactly like the ones that are in ruins today in Egypt. Mm. So it makes me kind of see the parallels there. Um, but I've had other past life regressions, but I think no matter what lifetime you look into, it's always very healing because you're never shown something you're not ready for. You're always shown something that has relevance to your current life lifetime. And that did have a lot of relevance to my current lifetime because it helped me really understand why I'm so excited to uncover this information and why I feel such a strong need to do it. Right. Well, and um, yeah, I, I really resonate with that myself because I have such a strong galactic connection and so the clients that come to me now have all of these different extraterrestrial higher dimensional lives. Oh my and gosh, my headphones, I'm, <laughs> it's cutting out. And it I know it's me because we were talking earlier and it was fine. Could you say that again? I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you want to try to take them off? Yeah. And just use your computer. Okay. Oh, now you're muted. <laughs> Your little mute button went on. Okay. Okay. So can you hear me better now? I can. Yeah. Okay. okay. So um, my, I resonate with what you just said about, um, you know, why, why we're drawn to these certain topics, because I have such a galactic connection myself and men, like all these different lives, extraterrestrial lives more more that than earth and that's part of what i do now is but my clients that i'm getting they are definitely extraterrestrial as well and so i'm drawing these people in and i also like you said i have a book that's coming from these different sessions sharing information um i, I have other books that i've written but this one is going to be um you know a very different because it's writing itself, <laughs> like you said, right. with this information. Right. And so um, I'm curious, have you personally experienced some of your extraterrestrial lives in any of your yeah. sessions? I have, you know, one of the most profound experiences for me was I did a little um, journey on myself. I just made myself a little thing to listen to. I took myself into a a deep level of trance and instantly it was one of the most vivid um journeys i'd ever seen because i instantly saw this other realm where there were very tall like white beings and they had very black black eyes but it had a much larger head than maybe like what people would consider right there's so many different versions of so many yeah. different extraterrestrials i think there are so many you can't even it's hard to when people want to know about one specific group it's like it's kind of depends on the individual looking at that that right. person Agreed. that race but um they were very tall and white but they didn't have pupils they had very black black eyes and they seemed to also float and it, uh, i could see that the planet looked i didn't see any foliage at all 
and it was it looked dark um but the beings were the most impressive because they were so beautiful they were so full of compassion it's like once you go back to one of these places you just it's just so beautiful i mean there was no trying to do anything we just knew what each person was doing telepathically and there was so much love but i told everybody i'm leaving i'm going to earth to teach humanity compassion that's that was my superpower <laughs> i think all of us had that superpower there um in my regression or whatever you want to call it parallel yeah. life regression and so i remember the the sphere that i got into i guess you could call it a ship but on the outside just looked like a ball of light and i went in and i knew that it was basically powered by thought and I, that was basically it i said oh i'm going to earth but i know a version of me stayed there but there was a big part of that that um soul that went to earth in my regression and so that really changed me because it's like once you see something like that and it's so vivid it never leaves you it's always with you so i feel like they are always with me you know cheering me on yeah well do you have you um ever maybe visibly seen them interacting no with I, i'm gonna go on one of your tours because <laughs> i haven't i not that I'm aware of. I've seen some interesting things in the sky, but never where I actually physically with my eyes see one of these beings. Maybe possibly in my mind, but not. Okay. Well, and actually, I guess I was thinking more of the ship, not not the being. Because oh, they're probably dimensional no. where you wouldn't be able to visibly see them anyway. Right. Well, um, no, I haven't had that conscious experience. I bet in my unconscious, I probably had a lot, but nothing that I can remember. No, but I'm definitely open to it. Okay. Well, definitely. Yeah. When you come to Hawaii, we got to get together because <laughs> we can have a deal. Lot. Yes. <laughs> so, um, what, what are a couple things like major takeaways from working with your clients i mean that first of all the story of jen and healing that brain issue that she had i mean that really that's a miracle but it's you know the body is able to do that um so that's an incredible story that you just shared but in terms of your other clients that you've had and um and these stories that have come forth and that continue to come forth i mean really what what are some of the profound things that are coming to you for that you know i think the most profound things that are coming to me count uh, you know over and over again is that you really each person can really make a difference by working on themselves and i think people don't really understand that that our external reality is really a reflection of our internal reality because i think people don't really understand how we really do create this reality it does it just doesn't seem like we do you know when we like feel like stuff is happening to us all the time but really it's it doesn't really work that way we come in with lessons of course and things are definitely chaotic so that we can learn certain things but the most important thing we can do is work on ourselves because the higher consciousness has said, you know, when most people leave their physical body and they go back to the in-between and they know everything again and they remember that they're God again um, and everything is fine because you can't hurt a soul, that um, the one thing that is changes is the people that become work to become almost like a spiritual master. They really master themselves. What happens is this leaves an imprint in the consciousness and this leaves something that anybody can tap into. So when people say, oh, I, I can't get out, I don't leave the house, I can't do anything, you can really help shift so much by working on yourself and becoming more of like a spiritual master because this according to the higher consciousness is what jesus and buddha did and anyone can tune into that energy that consciousness and it's one of the most important things and what the biggest reason we're here of course we're here to help others but we're really here to master ourselves because like i said we're here to remember things you know we 
forget everything so that we can have this experience of remembering. And it makes it so much more valuable to remember things in this way. And that's what we're here to do is to, is to really master ourselves and work that. out our trauma, you know, yeah. use our trauma for things, not just think, oh, why do I have so much trauma? We're supposed to use the trauma. And trauma has always been the doorway to enlightenment, you know, and that's really what it is. It's a doorway. It helps us access different levels of our consciousness that we wouldn't access without the trauma trigger. And, and basically that's really what we're all here to do. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And I, that's something that I share a lot about too, because I've, I have, throughout my life had a lot of different lessons to work through. And I know that I chose those lessons to evolve through them. And so, like you said earlier, anything that we perceive as negative really is just a mechanism of evolution for us to shift, mm -hmm. to grow, to learn, and to remember who we are and where we came from. So I appreciate you know, you, the work that you do and others like you and me, um, you know, we really are here to, for, for whoever's ready to hear the information, mm -hmm. they will find us, right? Because not everyone's mm -hmm. ready and that's okay. Right. <laughs> but right. yeah. So can you, um, I mean, because again, we're still human and, you know, you've got, you've got kids and all of right. that. Have you ever done any regressions on your kids or mm -hmm. yourself to figure out relationship dynamics and soul contracts and things like that? You know, when my son was uh, a couple of years ago, he used to wear glasses and his glasses broke. So we did a, a session and in his session, um, just like many other of my clients who had issues with the, their eyes realized that he blurred his own eyesight because he didn't want to see what was happening around him clearly. Mm -hmm. And his, it took about a week, like his higher consciousness said, but they healed his eyes and he hasn't worn glasses since. But I came to understand that we've been traveling in many lifetimes, so many lifetimes, because he, in his regression, he saw me in multiple lifetimes and I've also seen him. So it's really beautiful how we choose to come in with these same people and we play different roles and we try to learn different things from one another. And it's always fascinating when you um, have somebody that's a jerk in your lifetime and you think, why did I come in <laughs> with that person? And then you, in a regression or something, you find out that you ask that person to be a jerk to you. <laughs> so that you could learn certain things. And it, that's always fascinating, you know, and it's it's really interesting how we all come back again together, but it just really goes to show that nothing really happens to you when you die. Nothing yeah. happens to your soul because you're back again now, even though, you know, just like in that book, uh, my hypnotist journey to Atlantis, so many of us are back again to do things differently and you can't do anything to our soul. You know, we're just here to learn lessons and yeah. And to have this experience. Yeah, I think that's important. And I know for some people, it's a hard pill to swallow to know that some mm -hmm. of our biggest adversaries, we that we they're they're volunteers to be that for us. And they are part mm -hmm. of our whole tribe. And you know, I mean, even mm -hmm. I've had a couple people in my life, I you know, it took some processing for me to really wrap my mind and understand that and integrate that into my life and be okay with it. <laughs> right. I know it's difficult. It's difficult. But, you know, like the higher consciousness says, if you can see it as a challenge, if you can, you know, understand that you're learning things from these more negative people, then you can kind of change your mindset about it and see how can I learn how to, you know, handle people like this? Or what can I, what can I do kind of skill set? Can I develop? Because sometimes this helps you develop your meditation practice because you just can't handle that jerk right. or you could just leave. <laughs> yep. You can. Well, so what is next for you? So you do have a new book that you're working on, but what mm -hmm. other things are coming up in your world that you want to share? So on, oh, I'm right about to leave to speak on the hidden secrets cruise, which I'm really excited about. Uh, and then the timing is just wrong, but I would love to be there. <laughs> 
Well, I'm sure that they'll do it again. And um, I'm going to Egypt, which will be very exciting, taking a tour, but um, that's also sold out. And then I'm, but one thing that I have that is not sold out is I'm speaking at Crestone with Paula Harris, and we're doing a three-day event. And you can find out about that and book that on my website um, or even her website. You can go to my website, theholistichypnotist.com to find out the different events, but that's coming up in, in August. So that'll be really exciting. And I don't have any sessions available at the moment. I'm just, I completely booked up, but, um, I hope that in 2024, I'll be able to open some more spots. Okay. Well, and one thing that I do know about QHHT is that it is the kind of session that you have to do in person, right? So you're not allowed to do it over right. Zoom or something. Right. And As of right now, um, they it is in person. That's correct. Okay. And so you're based in the Florida Keys, you said earlier before we got right. on. Mm -hmm. So for just for you know geography reasons for people, if they do want to like get on a waiting list or or really right. connect with you, but then yeah, you. You just were at the living, the Conscious Living Expo. I was at, well, I was speaking at Conscious Life Expo in February in LA, and hopefully I will be speaking there again next year, And as I love that expo. And I was just at the New Life Expo in Boca Raton just recently, which is such a wonderful event too. And um, I have one coming up in November, November 11th. It's in Las Vegas, which is going to be amazing. Um, that's Disclosure Fest. Okay. And um, then I will also be speaking in December in Mexico City. So that would be really fantastic. I have a book in Spanish. So um, it'll be great just to connect with that community and just share this information for, you know, as many people that need this information. Yeah. Um, I just am really excited about sharing it. Okay. Well, be and I just have, I have a new... Um, episode out in, on deep space. If you go to Gaia TV, there's another episode that there's a whole series of deep space just came out, which is really fascinating, all about different extraterrestrials. So check that out because yeah. lots of interesting information, for many different people. Yeah. You're all over Gaia and I did watch, I have been watching the deep space just to check it out. I try not to watch too much just so it doesn't, um, pollute what I am getting from my own information, but there's so many great things out there. <laughs> so yeah, there definitely. There really are lots of, there yeah. really is. Yeah, Gaia is amazing. They have so many different, if you, whatever you want to look up, you basically can look up on Gaia TV. It's great. Yes. And they don't edit you when they interview you. They don't cut out different pieces and, you know, they really do let you speak your truth, which is amazing. That is um, because a lot of the network stations really want to skew the message to mm -hmm. make it very fear-based. And so that is one mm -hmm. thing that I appreciate. Yeah. 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 So, well, Sarah, we are running out of time and I just want to thank you so much for being on. And for those of you watching or listening, definitely check out Sarah's work, theholistichypnotist.com and all of her books are available on Amazon. Um, are they on your website as well? Or is it just they are. Amazon? Okay. And I and the schedule of all your upcoming events, is that on your website? It's on my website as well. Okay. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Well, and I look forward to meeting you in person one day you soon. Too. <laughs> and for those of you watching and listening, thank you so much. And I'll see you next time on Connection to the Cosmos. Aloha. Aloha. Thank you.